everyone, and welcome back to Hate Spinnerbait, the podcast where we hate spinnerbait, but we love second chances. Aww, yes. So cute. We love the last chance, great onion rings, but we also love second chances. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am Michael Ann. She's, she's and with me as always, I have I have risen barely. I've I've half risen. I'm just sitting up in my tomb. I think that counts. And um with me as always is Bethany. Hi. Everyone. Bethany, how's it going? I today, everyone, Mike Land texted me. As we most of you know, if you follow us on the gram or in our Discord, know that our dear Michael Ann uh got she got the vid. You know, she's been down with a vid. I did. And she's on the men. So she was like, oh, my God. You know, like, COVID brain is real. Like, I'm struggling. Like, let's hope I can string a sentence together tonight while we record. She's like, you're really going to have to hold this afloat. And I was like, we're screwed then because I am having a day. Like, I'm like not even – I don't – the time change, I don't know what it is. Fall back messes with me every time. I, I, every, I dropped so many things today. Like, I have been a hot mess express all day. Um. So I was like, well, we're going to be in for a bumpy ride, uh, which maybe is appropriate since we're finishing off along for the ride. But we're happy that you're mostly on the mend. We've got a big weekend coming up. We're doing Y'all Fest. Yes. I think we mentioned it before, but just mention again, if you happen to be at Y'all Fest, we're going to be there. We're going to be walking around. We're going to have stickers. We're going to have mm-hmm. friendship bracelets if my little hands can get them done. <laughs> And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Um, so if you're there and you see us, please say hi and we'll give you goodies. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll have never before seen stickers. Like let me just tell you guys. <laughs> I'm real hype about them. I wanna put them on someone the other day. Okay, so like my one Stanley, I like refuse to put anything on it because it's like sacred. It was like my first Stanley. I don't wanna like put anything on it. But something the other day was like, yeah. I have this extra like powder blue one. And I was like, oh my, you're not like, yeah. She's like, do you want it? And I was like, is that even a question? Yeah. And I was like, I think my next cup, I just want to like sticker it up because like I just want a blank canvas to just put stickers on. That is what I would like in my life. So watch out world. Yes. Got some new hate spinner bait stickers and I'm going to be plastering them everywhere. <laughs> The stickers are coming for you. Powder blue water bottle. Oh, powder blue water bottle. Uh, I love a sticker myself. I have Same. stickers on everything, like a baby, a, like a small child. Should. They're great. I do have some Taylor Swift stickers that I like pocketed from a work Ooh. event and some other <laughs> stickers that I pocketed from the work event that I've just been waiting to put on something. So maybe they'll go on with my hate spinnerbait stickers. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, the point being along for the ride this is our first novel on our new system of destined tuesdays and um Mm -hmm. chaos thursdays and us trying to really focus in on the destined on tuesdays and just you know we're chatty girls we try to do just um one or two chapters so hope you all have been enjoying the new format hope that you know you like being able to just really delve into one one or two chapters at a time but we're here we're finishing up this bad boy then we're talking a little movie and yeah, would you with your COVID brain, Michael? Would you like to recap us? It's gonna be a fun oh game we're gonna God. play. Let's ask the girl who's recovering from COVID. Um, <laughs> listen, far. here we are. Okay, this is the last episode. These are the last two chapters. You guys don't need a recap. Okay, we're going no. on. 
You know what's going on. It's our girl Thisby. It's Auden. It's Eli. Maggie. Adam's been helping her learn how to ride a bike. If you don't know the story, if you are choosing to jump in on this episode without listening to the 18 other episodes we did along for the ride, (laughs) you've made your own bed and now you got to lay in it. Okay, I'm sorry. We're discussing the last two chapters. Here we go. We're doing it. (laughs) Can I... This might be more of like a, we discussed this on the movie episode, but just real quick. I read this entire book, obviously, and I've read it before, but I reread it now for the first time since I've seen the movie. And for the life of me, I really thought that in the book, Auden did like join in on the dancing at Clementine's and she doesn't. (laughs) I like the movie has like, what is that thing? The the Bernstein dares or whatever. It's Mm -hmm. Mandela affected my mind. Apparently I'm like, oh, that never happens in the book. And I swore that it did. So, but I finished it now and clearly it doesn't happen. There are. are a lot of changes in the movie that I'm looking forward to talking about in yes. in depth this weekend. We're going to be discussing things. I'm excited. All right. I'm also at chapter 19, but that's not where we're starting. We're starting on chapter 18. 18. Chapter 18. 18. Baby. Heidi yes. is going off to the where does chapter 18 start you know what hit it michael (laughs) (laughs) i'll get there i'll get there well heidi is heading out (laughs) to the beach bash our girl auden has decided she doesn't need prom she doesn't need friends she's above it she has the memories that she's gonna take with her it doesn't matter she's gonna stay home Mm -hmm. she's gonna watch isby so Heidi's like, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yes, please go. So Heidi goes and she's just kind of like vibing with her little sister. And then she realizes that Heidi left her phone on the table. Mm-hmm. And at the same time that she realizes that realizes this, um, somebody is also knocking at the door. She assumes it's Heidi. She opens right. the door and it's not Heidi. No, no. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it is her own mother. She has done some self-reflection, and she is ready to talk. And we love that for her. We so love that for her. Yeah. Get it, Mom. Get it, Mom. So, yeah. She is like um, – she says, you know, she's been worried about her ever since her last phone call. Um, she just had like a mom intuition that she needed – her to come down and visit yeah um which is freaky because that's for sure what she needed so you go girl yeah um so we get this like we get our our first parents apology um yes mom is holding the baby she's actually like fine with it um and then here mom drops the truth bomb the what was bothering her this whole time she says, mm-hmm. the truth is, I thought I was losing you. She said more to Isby than to me. When you came down here to your father and Heidi and made all these friends, and then with the argument we had about the dorms, I suppose I'd just gotten comfortable thinking we were on the same page. And then suddenly we weren't. It was very strange, almost lonely. Almost, I thought. <clears throat> so mom is like doing some self-reflection. She's like, hey, like, this is on me. This is on me. 
She says, um, you know, Auden's like, we don't have to agree on everything to be close. And her mom continues to say, you know, you changing so quickly um, and having this whole world of stuff I didn't understand. It just felt like I didn't fit in your life anymore. Basically, she was feeling <clears throat> how I bet a lot of parents feel when their children move out, I assume. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, shit, wait, they don't need me anymore. They're out of the house. They're, they're yeah, doing their it's own like thing. a whole different vibe of parenthood the last mm-hmm. obviously 18 years of her living at home it's been like you are her sole, you know thing yeah. she needs you yeah and now she's like Psh, i'm making my own way in the world. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful um thank you i worked, I worked out on that and she says i know the feeling and her mom says I could not bear to think that a choice I made in my life had somehow ruined yours. That would be unthinkable for me. So basically she's acknowledging that she was really worried when Auden brought up the divorce because she didn't want Auden. She didn't want the divorce to be the reason Auden, you know, has trauma or something, which unfortunately is unavoidable. Right. Um, But yeah, I like where she's where her head's at here. Um, yes, but she's like, you didn't ruin my life. I just wish we talked more. And so then they kind of agree, like, like her mom's like, maybe you can teach me sometime how to like talk a little bit more about my emotions and stuff. And this just got me. This whole scene just got me. Mom really, really did some reflecting. She read some Mm -hmm. parent books or something, watched (laughs) some mental health TikToks and she came with to Auden with an olive branch ready yes. to like move forward and adjust their relationship accordingly. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, Auden obviously gets the whole like not wanting to get back on the bike thing like that. If I'm not immediately good at something, I'm a failure and I don't want to try it thing. Like she gets that from somewhere and it's her mom, her mom who always likes being the smartest in the room and is a professor yeah. and is like, the studious teacher one. So it's like such a big thing for her mom to come to her and be like, can you teach me? Cause like it, it is like when you're a parent, you know, you, like we were just saying, like Auden relied on her. She taught her everything that she knows. And I think it's very hard for a parent once you're, children again I say as if I like have adult children I don't I don't have any children but like I can imagine that as your child gets older it must be very hard to you know realize you're at a point where like they can teach you something and I think that's like very big and very brave of her mom to come to her and be like hey I'm not good at this you know touchy-feely emotional talk you seem to have learned how to do it can you teach me and like get it mom we're proud of you Yes. And this whole interaction with mom too is like shows that to Auden's mom, Auden is actually the most important part of her life and she will do the work it takes to like figure out how to have a relationship with her daughter as time regresses. Unlike parent number two (laughs) ding 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 (laughs) who's behind door number two is Uh it her piece of shit father why I think it might be it might just be and we have dad he calls (laughs) Heidi's phone Auden answers it 
and he doesn't even recognize that it's not Heidi. It's which terrible. is like there's so many layers to that. It's like, can we even begin to crack into the top? Uh, seriously. But, oh my god, Ugh. y'all, Rob. y'all, 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 Rob. I'm, I'm very proud of Auden in this like next little bit though. Like the way that she handles her conversation with Rob, I was like this pumping for my girl <laughs> yes absolutely she like really killed it she just has no patience um <laughs> which valid so he keeps being like i know you're with heidi i know you're hearing her side of things so you think i'm like evil or whatever which is just like the manipulation tactic it's like you're not even saying anything she's gonna she's gonna mute herself so she can go cough and hydrate i'm gonna take over here for a minute everyone um, I will say it's very distracting when you're like in the middle of a good thought and you're just like, are you, are you okay over there? Um, okay. Well, while Michael Ann is, is hydrating and clearing the old, uh, you know, vocal cords. Um, yeah, her dad is just like using a bunch of like his normal, like kind of bullshit excuses of like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're only hearing things from Heidi and, you know, I'm sure whatever. And she's like, that's not, like, what I'm mad about. And she finally kind of realizes, like, what she's mad about, which is the fact that he has been given the second chance. Like, he walked out and her and her brother and her mom. So he, he walked out on one of his families and now he's been given an opportunity at another family and he's, like, about to F it all up again. And so she finally realizes, you know, he's like, oh, is that what you think that I'm quitting on you? And she's like, not on me. So he's like, who? And she finally has a light bulb moment where she is upset for Isby. Like, she's upset for her little sister because she is this perfect brand new human who, like, doesn't know about trauma or any bad things. And, like, the world is her oyster and there's so much potential. And Auden's kind of like, it's too late for me. Like, I've I've been traumatized by this. But, like, if I can save my little sister, you know, like, I would like to. And there's so many good. And, again, guys, like. I'm hormonal, and so, like, these last couple chapters were, like, real emotional for me when she was talking about her sister, when she talks about, you know, like, the first day I'd seen her sleep in Heidi's arms and how she'd been only seconds ago, her eyes following me as I left the room. All these little parts of her, just the very beginning of who she would and could be, it was early yet. She had everything ahead of her, and more than anything, I hope that she wouldn't need a lot of second chances. That maybe, unlike so many of us, she'd find a way to get it right the first time. And I'm like, somebody queue up. Taylor Swift's never grow up. Let me get my feelings about this. This is too much for me. And yeah, so, so she's cute. like, you know, she's just like standing up for her little sister. And she's like, she's this precious little angel baby. And like, how dare you not want to try for her? Which like, damn straight. <laughs> like, yeah. How dare you just give up on a baby? Like of all things, like what have they done? You know? Exactly. And so he's like confused. He's like, Isby, you mean the baby? And she's like, yeah, like, that's what I call her. Like, that's what she is to me. And Aww. he's like, I love her. I do anything for her, for you. You know that. And she's like, you know, like mm-hmm. mom kind of just said the same thing. And I'm, she's not saying this, but you know, she's thinking it like, and I believe it because, you know, like you were saying, like she extended the olive branch. She's come to me. Dad never come. Like he he always wants her to meet him there. And she's like, I had to come to him this summer and he still left me. Like that's what he does. You know, like he wants you to come to him and he still leaves you. And so she's like, no, my dude, like that's BS. And so she's like, you know, if that's true, then prove it. 
And he's like, I, well, what do you want me to do? And so mm-hmm. she just says, you figure it out. There's something I have to do. Yes. Get a girl. Yes. Get a girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Put him. And yes, like for once in his goddamn life, make him do the work because he always just trails off on sentences and has everyone meet him where he's at. And he needs his nine hours and he has to be in his room. And like, you need to come to him on his get- No. Yeah. For once in your goddamn life, you put in the work and the effort, my dude. Yes. <laughs> this part on page 367 is long, but it's just like so good. <clears throat> and bear with me, y'all, as I try to read a long paragraph. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. Okay. He says, you know, um, it's it's not that simple. And she's like, well, then what is it? Tell me what it is if it's not simple. And which I was like, yes, girl, okay. And (laughs) she says here, he was used to me chalking up whatever decisions he made to a particular, to a particular, to a peculiar (laughs) kind of logic, all his own. It excused so much. It excused everything. He was a writer. He was moody. He was selfish. He needed this, his sleep. He needed his space. He needed his time. And if he kept himself apart from the rest of the world, these things would have just would have been just quirky annoyances, nothing more. But that was just the thing. It, he did involve other people. He reached out, drew them close. He made children with them who then also could not separate themselves, whether they were babies or almost adults. You couldn't just pick and choose at will when someone depended on you or loved you. It wasn't like a light switch, easy to shut on or off. If you were in, you were in. Out, you were out. To me, it didn't seem complicated at all. In fact, it was the simplest thing in the world. I agree. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to be a selfish dude, just be a selfish dude and don't bring other people into it. But you continue to bring people into it. So then you have to step up and be not selfish for once in your life. God forbid. Yeah. God forbid. But yeah. And it is. It's the simplest thing in the world. And again, like this is the problem with humanity is it's like if you don't want kids don't have kids but like there's no test there's no requirement (laughs) like people just be having kids willy-nilly and so many of them don't want them and it's like you made this choice now you have to deal with the repercussions like those people literally depend on you now so yeah sorry but you gotta gotta step up yeah of course that does not apply to anybody who doesn't have access to abortion care which yes everybody should everybody exactly In which case, I am so, so sorry that our government sucks and is refusing us basic rights. Yes. But for all those men out there. (laughs) All all those men. And like you could do something about it, my dude. And you choose not to. And then have kids. Rob, gosh. But anyways, I digress. So yeah, so I grow on in is like, screw you, dad. You figure it out. Like for once in your life, you have to actually put in the effort. So sorry to inconvenience you. Mm-hmm. And she's headed to the prom. Ding, ding it. Mm-hmm. She's found a dress that's the perfect dress. You know, everyone's like, oh, the purple one. And she's like, yeah, but it's like not my thing. And she's also doing it because, again, she's like, oh, she should probably like get Heidi her phone. Um, but I think she's kind of like, yeah, you know what? Like... I am telling my dad he needs to put in the work and, you know, I'm all, I'm a believer in the old second chances now. And this is my second chance to go to the prom. So 
you know, call it kismet, but this phone has been left here. I'm going to go. And she originally is like, I'm going to put this be in her stroller. Like, obviously, like, she wasn't just like, oh, hey, mom, you're here. Babysitter. Thanks. Bye. Um, But this is getting, like, really fussy. And she's like, I don't understand. She's usually really good in her stroller. And that's when her mom kind of steps up and is like, you go. I've got this. It's fine. Like, go enjoy yourself, whatever. And she's like, are you sure? And she's like, it's fine. And I do like, she said, Auden says, you know, like, I hate to leave you with her when she's like this. And she, her mom says, she's not like anything. She's just giving you a piece of her mind. And I'm like, yes, yes. I like that. Yes, exactly. Um, she's like, that. it's fine. Like, baby's to us. It's fine. I've got this. So she heads out. Um, but before she does, she hears her mom kind of trying to, like, soothe uh, Isby. And she says, you know, like, Shh, everything's all right. And so that's when Auden realizes, like, she hadn't imagined this, um, you know, like, mantra. It was a memory. Um, it was her mom, you know, saying that to her. So she kind of has a little moment. Cute little little mother-daughter so moment. We love that. Mm-hmm. And then she decides that she's going to take her bike because, you know, hey, why not? What's crazier than – if you're going to go to prom for the first time and you also learned how to ride a bike for the first time this summer, why not combine the two, in my humble opinion? So, yeah, so she gets on the bike, and she's like, here I am in a prom dress. Let's do it. And she says that um, she realizes that uh, she's she's made a mistake because she says that she didn't notice two things until I was right up on them, the banged-up Toyota truck sitting at the stoplight and the curb right across from it. Um, she saw the truck first, which, of course, whose truck is it but Eli's? And she's like, oh, ding, ding. I'm about to make an idiot in front of myself in front of this guy that I, like, very much like, who I already kind of embarrassed myself in front of this morning when I asked him to prom and he rejected me. So she's like, crap, what do I do? Like, do I break and I'm going to fall? Or do I try to, like, jump this curb? So she decides, like, screw it. I'm going to jump this curb. And she says, you know, it's not like anything that she'd seen Maggie do or, you know, any of the bike videos that she's been watching of the Eli's. Um, But for her, you know, she was airborne. She did this thing. Um, It only lasted a few seconds. And then she was coming down hard, uh, bike hitting the pavement. And she kind of like, it sounds like she like sort of falls into the sand for a minute, but like kind of immediately gets up. Like she's, she's graceful in her landing, I will say. And so she gets up and she realizes that Eli is watching her and he says, holy crap, that was awesome. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that wasn't wasn't so bad, was it? (laughs) And he's like, and here, I thought you couldn't ride a bike. And she's like, yeah, I I couldn't. Like Maggie taught me. And and he's like, how to jump too? And she's like, no, um, I kind of winged that. And he's like, really? <laughs> She's like, you uh, could, you could tell. And he's like, no, no, I could, I could definitely tell. Um, it was pretty obvious, but good, good for you. Um, you did, you did good. And so, um, so you, you know, he's kind of like complimenting her on her, her bike skills and stuff. And <clears throat> she says, you know, like maybe this should feel strange, especially after all that had happened. Um, but it didn't. And she says, um, perhaps because it was nighttime when things that might have felt odd in daylight instead seemed just right. Like riding a bike in a prom dress and crossing paths with only one person. It's the only person you want to see. The magic of Colby. Yes. The magic of Colby. Oh, someone put that on a Christmas shirt. I'd wear it. Oh. (laughs) We're bringing it. Guys, it's officially, we're past Halloween, so it's officially vagina Christmas time. It's vagina, vagina Christmas, Christmas season, vagina y'all. Christmas season. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> um, I'm excited. I hope all of you are as well for vagina Christmas season. But so anyways, so she's all like, oh, you know, magic of Colby. And 
she says that um, you were right. And he says about what? And she's like, me, you know, that I always quit if I don't get something right the first time. It's a big mistake. And so he's all like, oh, so you do believe in second chances now. And she's like, I love this line. I believe I said, and however many you might need to get it right. Yes. Yes. I love that. Try, try and try again. Um, And so he says, you know, I'm believing that too, actually, especially today. And she's like, really? And so he explains to her, he's like, you know how I said earlier that I can go to the prom. And she's like, yep, certainly remember. It was not my, <laughs> not a great moment for me. Thank you so much for reminding me. And he's like, I had this competition. Um, I've actually been back competing for a while. And so she admits to him that she knows she's kind of been keeping up with him online. And then so he says that he won today. And she's like, that's great. So you're back riding for real now. And he's like, no, I, I'm done. I'm retiring as of today. And he kind of explains because, you know, his idea was always to retire because he'd gotten into the U. Like he loved riding, but, you know, he wanted to go off to college. Then everything with Abe happened and he was kind of like, okay, like I don't want it to go out like that. But then he also like didn't want to ride for a while because of all of his trauma. And so he's finally gotten back on the bike. He decided that he wanted to go out on top and he's done that. He plays first. He won a competition. He feels good about it now. And so he's like, I can hang it up now. Like I feel good. It was a good way to end. Um, so, you know, he apologizes and he said, you know, like, I wish I would have had more time to explain all of that to you earlier. Like I, why I was saying no again, like it wasn't because he didn't want to go to prom with her. It's just, he had this thing that he had to do. And so she says, you know, like, I understand it was just something you had to do. And he says, exactly. And then, um, he's all like, do you want me to drive you on over to prom? Like we doing, we doing this, are we going to prom? And she's like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want you to drive me. Uh, but she kisses him. Ooh. And then she's all like, I'll meet you there. I'm going to get on my bike. I'll see you. I'll see you at the prom. And like, yes, we love that. Get it, girl. We love that. Doing it on her terms. Calls to the yeah. Chapter 19. This is where I immediately want to sing the Tegan and Sarah song, 19. I was 19. Hope everyone else out there gets that reference and enjoys that song as much as we do. And if you um, don't, look it up because Tegan and Sarah are iconic. Absolutely iconic. I was like, if you were watching Grey's Anatomy seasons like one through yes. five, like at least once a season, you got like a gun. You're like, yes, call it off. Make a dreamy. God, it could have been something. Um, great. Great. <laughs> Man, Could have been something. Grays were great, and <clears throat> Tegan and Sarah was just absolutely ten out of ten. Uh, use of soundtrack. That show was so good when it was good. Yes, it really was. Did it go downhill because it overstayed its welcome? Yes, but when it hit, yeah, it hit good. I also really miss like early aughts TV providing you like yeah. banger soundtracks and like songs you want yeah. to look up and then like download and whatever like. I miss that. Where? Yeah. Where is that? Are there is that things? No, I don't know. <laughs> now it's person. all like manufactured for the TV show, and it's just like, yeah, nah, nah. yeah, and it's like not. I don't know. I miss looking like ass. looking up, finding some good gems. The amount of like songs I downloaded because I watched the Vampire Diaries religiously, I don't want to admit to, but I've now admitted on this podcast. <laughs> I yeah and. <laughs> Let's not forget that the greatest album of all time is the soundtrack from Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, that is that is actually a very fair statement. Very yeah. fair statement. God, 
What a great movie. I, what a great soundtrack. <clears throat> had oh, those songs. I had like every single one of those songs on my playlist for my wedding and the DJ didn't play any of them. And I was so sad. But Yeah, I they, can't recall hearing any of them. And that no. is absolutely sad that he did not play them. It's one of those things. I love that movie. Like, is it a great movie? No. But like, it's it's lovely. Like, it, it's great in its own way. But the soundtrack is probably better than the movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the music is far. <laughs> The music is fire. It's so good. If you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. It's really great. Yes. But yeah. Where are we? You know? Like, why? Gosh. Remember when, like, Ed Sheeran was, like, put into, like, TV shows? God. So good. Where is that? That's not happening anymore. No. Somebody fix that. I mean, all I watch is, like, reality TV shows. Not a much. Yes. I'm, like, really trying to think. I watch TV. I watch mostly like, I don't know. I'm trying to like think of TV shows that like have that kind of vibe where like music is in it and I can't really, like nothing is coming to me. <clears throat> I know. Yeah. Like nothing is really I'm like depressed. a run of the mill yeah. show anymore. Like there's no Are Gilmore they... Girls. There's no Grey's Anatomy. Right. Like, like the what, last like... show I can think of and that ended now like two years ago was – this is us like that was like on mm. nbc like just you know whatever and like that used music occasionally but it usually just used like the score of the show like the mm-hmm. little swelling music that got you in your feels and you're like it's about to be the cry moment of the episode um but there wasn't a lot of like pop songs in it which i understand yeah. like i think a lot of reason they don't use like your network cable shows don't use it anymore is because music is expensive but bring it back baby Mm-hmm. It was fire. Anyways, oh my god! Digress. <laughs> I'm. I just had to say one more thing while we're on this topic. I'm yeah, so sorry. <clears throat> they canceled How I Met Your Father. I did see that. Yes. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. Like, really, like, Kulu? You're here. How I Met Your Mother went on got forever. So many seasons that the mm-hmm. ending was the worst thing that's ever happened to television in the history of the world and (laughs) you couldn't even give how i met your father three seasons fuck you bitches i I this is what always happens during like writer strikes though as a lot of shows get the axe and it's unfortunate that's very unfortunate i am happy that the writers are getting what they wanted and got a good deal but like the studios always do shitty things looking at you season two of friday night lights anyways <laughs> thankfully that show <laughs> lived on but god that was the things mm, shrill doll face i love you and i'm thinking of you okay you. i'm thinking of you always <laughs> chapter 19 here we are um the coffee that a priest cafeteria was good but not great so clearly we've done a little time jump we are now in the fall semester um it's october we love that we planned guys actually to end this book as we're entering fall that was our plan all along it was (laughs) now that we're in november but still you know what i mean yes and so as we called earlier who would be perfect roomies our girl maggie and auden are in fact roomies at defreeze and we love that for them um and she says that she's gotten another care package from our girl heidi it's pink slingback jeans, lip gloss, and a brand – oh, sorry – and two bath bombs, so she hasn't found any use for it yet, but still, she appreciates the gesture. Um, 
she's talking she's talking about her best of times picture frame which yes she did bring with her to college she has so many good times that she didn't even know what to fill it with um and who knows like maybe the best of times is still to come so you know she did say that um Hollis and Laura are officially engaged so that is happening yay for them we are happy for them and that she does like to keep one picture close at hand, which is of her little sis, Isby. Um, here's another part where I just immediately welled up. She says, um, my last day, we'd sat together for over an hour, her asleep on my shoulder as we rocked in the chair in her room, her warm skin, damp weight, that smell of milk and baby. I could still remember it so easily, as well as all the things I'd whispered in her ear about her and me in this world of girls and boys we were both just one small part of. Someday she'd be able to tell me everything she knew, too. I couldn't wait. Stop. Oh. Stop her right now. Shut the front door. That gets me right in my feels. Just being like, who's so this little cute. person that you're going to be? And like... Here's Auden trying to pass on her wisdom, and she's like, you're going to have your own wisdom one day, and I like, can't wait to hear what you think of all of this. And I'm like, stop. I can't. It's too I cute. cannot. Um, so that's cute. great, and I love it, and makes me want to cry. Thank you, Sarah Dessen. <laughs> um, and I can't imagine her as like a new mother writing this and just like not weeping. Um, she probably Oh, did. I'm sure she was. <laughs> there are probably hormones all over. Um, but yes, she said there's other, one other thing that she has that reminds her of her sister which she got herself her own little sound machine her own little wave machine she says it's another reason that makes maggie such a great roommate is because she is willing to put up with the sound of like fake waves every once in a while when i don't know like you know auden's like a little homesick and missing her little sis um she says that now she picks up her phone. She looks at her missed calls. It sounds like her and her mom are doing pretty well. Um, she says that they do discuss her studies a lot, but usually they get into other topics pretty quickly these days, um, like Lauren Hollis's wedding, which was making her insane. So it sounds like mom has a lot of, of opinions and is still like, whatever about that. But like, she's helping plan the wedding. That's big. And she's calling up her daughter to talk about things that aren't just her schoolwork. So like, wow, mom, look at you thriving. We're so proud of you. So, you know, they're working on that. They're getting there. Um, She says the second message is from her dad. He was back at home with Heidi. He moved back in. Um, Heidi was working, like, part-time at Clementine's, and her dad is working – he's, like, teaching one course, I think, over at the college over in Colby, and he is now writing still, but only late at night, even if that means he doesn't get assigned hours. So he is trying. Still don't think he's the best guy in the world, but I'm going to give him this one. I'm going to throw you this one bone, Robert. You moved back in. You're adapting your life and your schedule to try to be a better family man. And for that, we salute you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, uh, we're very proud. We're very proud of her. Um, Maggie says, because you know, um, I'm about to head out for the evening. And she's like, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, no, actually, like, you know, remember, I want to be in Colby for like the grand reopening. Um, we do find out that Adam has been visiting. So like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Adam and Maggie, mm-hmm. things are happening. We love it. We love it. Adam has kind of taken over the bike shop while he's also going to school over in Colby. And they have aptly named it Abe's Bikes. And our girl Adam has a little shirt that Adam sent over. And she's all, you know, it's got a nice <coughs> ring to it. Yeah, it's nice. And it's all like, oh. 
Oh, thanks. Um, so it's a very lovely way to honor his memory, and we do love that. And then um, she heads on over to Ray's. She says, you know, it's not as good as the washroom was, but, you know, it was her, her place that she first met, or she first met, place that she'd first gone that, like, didn't mind if she stayed all night, and, you know, coffee was decent, yada, yada, yada. Um, so she finds our boy Eli at table four. That's their favorite. I love that they have a little favorite spot at their little diner. Mm-hmm. Stop. Get out. That's adorable. Um, and she says, you know, she's kind of helping him on his quest now because she's good at indoor activities. She's good at school. And he's kind of taking a lot of, you know, courses this semester to try to catch up because he's kind of, you know, quote unquote, falling behind. Which I don't really think, I mean, like do college at your own pace, my dude, but you know, whatever. Um, but I commend him, I guess, for wanting to, I don't know, catch up or whatever. Um, so she's all like, yo, you know, I'm happy to help. Um, so she meets up with him. And um, she says that morning would come before we knew it. It always did. But we still had the night. And for now, we were together. So I just closed my eyes and drank it all in. Oh, I do have to say you can tell Sarah Dustin is a former waitress because she says that he she found Eli at table four. No, like regular plebe is going to be like, oh, table four. So loved that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and before. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that is just that is damn cute what is what in. it is. Another cute So this novel. is, as Mike Lana stated, where she is coming in blind. So from Along for the Ride out, you've never read these books yep. before. So considering you have seen the movie, you have read the book yes. now what you know does it hold up to like the the Dessen books you remember from your like the things that having read this for the first time as an adult you're like yeah that's that's good that's classic Dessen good stuff <laughs> it's so hard to say yeah. because I have like such a sentimental yes. soft spot for the other yeah. books like I enjoyed mm. it for sure, but it may not have. But I hit don't as think strongly as some of the others. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. Yeah, this one has it, a good. It didn't hit it strongly. I have a good like nostalgia, sentimental like attachment to it because the fact that I was going off to college and Auden was about to go to college, like that's when I read it first, and so it always just like holds a little special place in my heart. I mean, it's no like the truth about forever for me, but it's it's a good one. I like it gives me it gives me some good feels. And yeah, again, uh, clearly there are certain things that I the movie has now made me think happened in the book and didn't. So I'm excited. I'm excited to discuss yeah. the movie. And I yeah, am excited. That's very good. So we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be we'll be back for real this time. We know we teased a lot of things last week for Thursday, but we can't help it that one of the hosts fell ill. Okay, y'all. Um, but for real Z's, we'll be back on Thursday to talk chaos because we have so much that we wanted to discuss that we still want to discuss with you all. Um, so we'll be back to discuss that, and yes. then we'll be back next week to discuss along for the ride the movie. I can't the kind of whole reason yeah. that we exist as a podcast. So thanks along for the ride movie. Um, thanks Netflix. <laughs> thanks Sarah Dustin for writing this novel so we turned into. We love you, Sarah, as always, and um, as always, as always, take care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you all real, real soon. Bye. Bye.